0: Hey, everybody, we're here for a bald movie, but this is uh, it's a first run, but it's on Netflix. We're doing some uh, Netflix originals this year because uh, some of them get a lot of buzz. Uh, this one that I had heard a lot of buzz for a lot of excitements, uh, a lot of excitements generated for mm-hmm. is uh, Polar starring Mads Mikkelsen. Um, this is about a assassin who works for a company called Damocles and their co- corporate policy is to retire uh, all their assassins retire at the age of 50 um but little does our hero know that the retirement policy is lethal because the mean assassin manager is unwilling to pay his employees in th- retirement contracts or uh, yeah retire re- yeah re- retirement policy so if you earn 8 million dollars and your 401k for contract killer uh then he he offs you and keeps that money mm-hmm. uh and that is the setup of the movie and hilarity ensues from there uh what did you think of this of this movie jim
1: I think I I went into it wanting to like it yep. um cuz I've seen a couple of stinkers in the last week that I really didn't <laughs> like and I was looking for a movie to like uh unfortunately I don't think I ever settled into the style of this film uh, it goes for a very specific feel it's like a combination of crank and uh th- this john like movie that probably nobody has seen called spun about a meth dealer where he's it's just crazy like yeah. th- th- there's a manic energy to parts of this movie that i really wanted it to lean into maybe a little bit more than it yeah. did like a crank does uh but but it kind of tries to split the difference, be, be manic and crazy and weird in half of it and be a little more uh, subdued and a little more introspective in another half. And mm-hmm. those two halves just never quite came together for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it suffers. I, I, I think it's – I I feel the same way that I – the first – 30 minutes of this, so or this movie. It was a lot of fun and that kind of cranked John Wick ultra violent, but Mm -hmm. you don't really care because this is a ludicrous scenario and everyone involved is kind of bad. And then at the halfway point, it devolves into something that I've got a big bugaboo with is just essentially torture porn. And Mm -hmm. there's an extended sequence of that. And then the movie pivots from that into like trying to say something serious. Right. And to me, I probably could have been down for either half of this movie, but I found that the juxtaposition to almost offensive. Uh you can't hmm. you can't engage my empathy w- w- while you're simultaneously so depraved in the violence uh, 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 uh and particularly like some of the sexual violence Uh, I just I just don't think that's like a peanut butter chocolate combination that that's very successfully played with together. Yeah. So um, I think that Mads Mikkelsen was really good and the stunt work is really good. And some of the fights are fucking harrowing. Like, (laughs) you know, like it's 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 ultra violent right up there with anything you've seen in Mad Max, uh, John Wick. And it has a kind of this interesting streamlined story. And there's also some interesting social kind of jousting they do with that I want to talk about in a spoiler filled. But like, yeah, it's like, like when they got like, it's like right at the middle where the torture porn stuff starts happening. And this is kind of also like a Sin City deal. That I was, I very much got
1: a Sin Sin City vibe from this, even though the, the, it's not neo noir or anything. Yeah. Like, there's none of that. It, it's simply, I don't know. I don't know why I got Sin City, but that popped in my head, well, too. Well, Sin
0: City, I think, is one of those where it's it's too much, too. It's okay. like, it, it goes beyond shocking. It might shocking. be just the characters. Like, there are some very weird yeah. characters
1: in this, and I Well, I, I think it's also based City. on a
0: uh, kind of a hard-boiled graphic novel. Like, that's the... Yeah, the origin of this is actually super interesting, I thought, because
1: uh-huh. there was no such thing as Polar as a property until 2012, uh-huh. and at that point, it was simply a webcomic made by this guy... Uh, named Victor Santos. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a Spanish action webcomic, and it was completely wordless. There was no dialogue whatsoever in the original webcomic. And then Dark Horse got a hold of it, put some dialogue in it, made a three-part graphic novel series. And then it turned into a film in like three years. Hmm. It's amazing how fast that happened to me.
0: Hmm. I mean, like I said, I think some of the ideas are kind of interesting, and they do a little bit of kind of... Try to do some John Wick world building around this, like uh, this elite uh, organization of assassins and some of the mundane apparatus that, that that rises up among it. But I just think that ultimately they needed to pick a lane. Like, do you want to be funny? Do you want to do you want to be slapstick, or do you want to uh, really like pump the the heart, the the dark heart of humanity? Mm-hmm. And it's just hard to draw. Bo- both of those substances out of the same well. Yeah. Hey, before we get to uh, uh, too far into our discussion, I want to talk about some housekeeping stuff. Uh, we did a lot of stuff on Bald Move TV this week. We did a wrap up on Punisher season two. We also had coverage of the two Fire Festival documentaries, Fire and Fire Fraud, on Netflix and Hulu, respectively. Uh, that you might be interested in checking out on Bald Move TV feed and Bald Movies. Not only do we have this uh, podcast Polar, but we also took in Aquaman. If you want to check out our Bald Movies feed, uh, also we have an our own award ceremony, our fifth annual Baldies Bald Move Awards. Uh, you can go to Baldies.baldmove.com. Our nominations are closed, but you can vote for the winners of uh, different user categories, such as best uh, drama, best comedy, favorite Bald Move moment, uh, and that uh, that that voting will be open until this Monday. And then we're going to compile it, and the ceremony will be held on January 30th. We'll have a uh, release of that, that, the the actual award show, and we also record just hours of deliberations where I explain our reasoning for all that stuff. Uh, and finally, last but certainly not least, we have the second annual... Not quite Groundhog's Day, Groundhog's Day Marathon. If you go to groundhog.baldmove.com, you can find out more information about this. But we're raising money for the National Alliance in Homelessness. We're going to be doing a charity drive for 24 hours, starting January, February 9th at midnight uh, to the following midnight. We are going to be on twitch.tv slash baldmove, and we're going to watch all of the Star Wars movies in chronological order. Uh, and with a a brief break between them, uh, but we're going to be on camera for 24 hours in, in lash to the star Wars grindstone, uh, raising money for a good charity, twitch.tv slash bald move, check out groundhog.baldmove.com for the schedule. We're still getting some of the times and dates scheduled. Do we ever post, uh, last year's coverage? on that page Mm, not yet uh i'll get that up uh by the time you're hearing this it'll be there but uh, we also have the whole 24 hours of last year if you just want to see it if you just want to watch the thrilling conclusion of the last hour uh you can do so at groundhog.baldmove.com Since this is a Netflix original, it's not a a, a first-run bald movie, something we actually go out and see in the theater. So we're giving this uh, spoiler-filled review away. But if you do enjoy our thoughts on these and, like, Amazon originals and Hulu originals, uh, consider stepping up to the club at club.baldmove.com because then you can get access to our spoiler-filled reviews of our first-run movies, among many other features, club.baldmove.com. so like if if you haven't seen it uh, now's the time to go away and see it if you want to uh but we're about to get spoilery with it um i thought that the like i was having so much fun at the beginning of this movie where they're doing you know september from earth wind and fire and johnny knoxville's getting blown and he gets shot and he's getting a post-mortem erection <laughs> and i'm like okay i kind of get i kind of get the flavor of what this thing is going for yeah and then mad mickelson has got this like this kind of fun house retiring cop scenario where it's like oh look how feathered your nest is when you're ready to retire and you only got 14 days left and him like one week from being one week from retirement (laughs) and, and here's where i thought that the film can't fail because i am a sucker for animals and children right okay and there is a scene that they play for laughs where Mads Mikkelsen abduct, abduct, abducts a, a puppy in exactly the same way that a like a, a trained killer like this would like oh I don't need a puppy and then smash cut that he's got the puppy and he's super cute mm-hmm. and he's having a PTSD nightmare where he's being attacked among other things by a dog and he wakes up to his dog like licking himself and he just blows the, this puppy away <laughs> yeah smash cut to him burying it and like there was like an emotional beat and I started laughing I'm like alright yeah, well, well- that was the biggest laugh. This movie can't lose me. There's no way. And then it 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 and then it, and it slowly started losing me because it just couldn't. Where did it lose you? Like,
1: I... I think it maybe lost me with well, I, I mean it was it was definitely the serious tone. So I, I didn't know what to make of that first scene with Johnny Knoxville because I inherently like I just my the core of my being dislikes Johnny Knoxville. Even though I think
0: he's been fine in some of the movies he's in. But he does play like a, yeah, like this is, this is good yeah. use of Johnny Knoxville.
1: Yeah. I, I still have a reflexive dislike of Johnny Knoxville. Okay. Courtesy of Jackass, but. He's your Gwyneth Paltrow. For sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I was very not into the first scene uh, of this movie. Like that, that erection joke that, you know, kind of set the tone for you was setting it in a bad way for me. Oh no. <laughs> uh, and then they hit you with the main villain who is this just completely over the top. And and I was like, okay, I see what they're doing here. I'm going to go with it. And I'm going to just let this thing be silly. Let this thing be ridiculous as ridiculous as it wants. And then, yeah, I think when they started like in with the Mads Mikkelsen stuff where he's very serious and he's got this budding relationship with uh, this woman in this small town, I I thought that was far more interesting than anything they were doing with the over the top Mm-hmm. ridiculous comic book shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and yet i was subjected to both of those things at the same time
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so, no I, I, mean, I feel ya. there's a couple of scenes i think they spoiled some stuff in the trailer like uh the the highlight of the movie is his kind of like green laser finger gloves yeah an ambush and they just uh as soon as i saw that that set piece roll on i'm like well i know what they that, that happens like right. That is, uh, that's unfortunate because that should have been like a crowning moment of awesome where the movie kind of needed it to kind of win me back. And instead, I'm like, oh, well, shit, I'm okay. I'm going to sit here and pretend like I don't know what's going to happen. And I, I mean, the movie came dangerously close to sucking me in, though. Like a couple I, times, yeah. yeah because,
1: because there's this, so there's this scene where they track him to this cabin, uh, up in wherever the hell he is, Montana, somewhere. Yeah. Um, and they, they, Create this ruse where this woman's car breaks down and they go back to the cabin and they're banging (laughs) and then the sniper sets up and I'm like, okay, I really hope they take this to its natural conclusion. And then they fucking do, right? uh It's like, okay, he knows what's up and there's going to be this big battle and they're both completely naked and he runs out into the forest completely nude and takes out the sniper and I'm like... This is the kind of ridiculous high drinks I want this movie to get yeah, up to. Him
0: being completely butt-ass naked and then laying <laughs>
1: right. in the the ice and snow.
0: Yeah. And, and taking the guy's clothes and it, that was all good. I was I was all in at that point, but and the movie had done a couple of tug of wars with me too, like the scene where they're uh ambushing the the obese man. Oh. Like right. I kept them like, "And this is is this too much? This seems exploitative this." And then yeah. like they just the one way I think you can answer that is always to do more. Yeah. And just, pa- and like, I'm like, okay, well, all right. They're, they don't, they're, they, they see, and they're kind of winking and all that. Okay. It's very crank. And, like, it went back and forth like, on several different scenes where I'm like, is this? I don't know. Uh, and, I am, and I was always going to couch my review of, like, this is a movie for a very particular type of person. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, if, you're, you're, if you can't get down and, uh, with, like, just, just wanton senseless violence, if that's, a, that's just don't even go anywhere near this movie. Because um, it doesn't have a story to redeem it. It's just, like, a, a stylistic no. choice. Mm-hmm. But then when they got to where this – and I, 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 I think this guy's a very yellow bastard – just into how like uh, repulsive yep. he is mm-hmm. it's another kind of connection to Sin City yep. I thought and when it, I got to where like you know Rich, they got Richard Dreyfuss to be in this fucking movie yeah he drugs him he gets taken captured and he's chained up and it says day one and I'm like oh yeah there's like 12 days until he retires <laughs> I'm like I suddenly I don't want to see this movie it's, it's weird to me that you're you're and, and so, here's so, the thing. Uh-huh. It, it didn't go near like I was braced for yes, that hardcore torture porn. Yep.
1: It's weird because that scene where they shoot that dude in his recliner, uh-huh. that massively obese guy, they go for it. They go yeah. as far as they can down that road, but then they pull their punch in this torture porn the, scene and
0: nail gunning that guy to the wall. Like yeah. there's a lot of and and they're like setting up. But I'm, I don't want to see this dehumanized, repugnant shit. And it was dehuman, but it was like not. You could tell they were like I don't know I've what seen it was. Far like. worse, in like and it's, it pick, this, and pick, it's also repetitive. Pick a movie,
1: saw Hostel, like oh any, yeah. any of the true yeah, you know the defining
0: movies in that genre. So it's like weird that I was like I was bracing for something that never came, but it still was like more than I wanted. Okay, it's like I feel like if yeah. someone like an Eli Roth fan is going to be like weak, they they will. Yeah, and a guy like me is and like, I was kind of like weak, and a, and a guy like me is kind of like oh well, this is just. I mean, plus it's boring. It's three days of him going at yeah. him with a pair of toenail clippers,
1: essentially. Well, here's the thing, I I expected in that scene for them to go way farther, both yeah. on their, their roughing up of Mads Mickelson, but also with this girl that they have captured. Which is what I was afraid of. The, yeah. I was super afraid of that. I'm like, oh um, God. Kinda glad they don't go yeah, there, right. but but you can make an argument for they needed to, because that's what this movie is, or that's yeah. what this movie should be. Uh they never bring her into the room and and like show off all the heinous things they're doing to her in front of Mads. Like, that's where I expected this to go. I don't know what the point was really to not not include that scene.
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing. I actually, until the very last beat of the movie, I'm like, I don't understand why this girl was a th- plot at all. Yeah. It seems so random. They did a pretty good job disguising it, I thought. I thought it disguised, but like to the point where the twist at the end felt very kind of tacked on. Like, I mean, I guess it kind of earned it. It it felt a very usual suspects type of twist. Like there's no way you possibly could have figured this out, but here's a new thing that's going to completely change your context of the movie. Um, Mm -hmm but i'm like I, I felt like the movie would have been more streamlined if it was just a simple he wants his money and they and and this guy doesn't want like to give it taken too. right <laughs> and there's also like like it's almost like i don't know if they're i don't i don't know if the filmmakers are smart enough to know that this is what they're doing but there's kind of an interesting like blue collar struggle like this guy has put his whole life into this company mm-hmm. and and done everything right invested in the 401k and this rich guy is going to like not just take his retirement pause, which that's just your standard Enron scam, right? We're just going to buy yeah. this company, raid its retirement account, and leave them with nothing. But they're also going to take your life too.
1: I feel like the yeah the the killing of this person would simply be a metaphor for f- taking their livelihood. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So like, there's yeah. like a little bit of that, but then like, what's what undercuts the message is poor Mads Mickelson just goes to war. Like the people that really suffer are the the other working stiffs for this guy. Like this guy gets a five. He gets he gets his head cut off at the end. It's like I do. But He, he kills hundreds yeah. and hundreds of these guys who are just working stiff's. Yeah, no, I
1: I love the scene where. You know the the main guys hold up in his castle uh-huh. and in the headquarters, and Mads is coming, and right. all the guards just file out. Yeah, like, like oh, so, oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> like, it's kind of like that scene leaving. in
0: John Wick where the bouncer he sees John Wick coming, and it's like, yeah. he's like, "Yeah, you, is, are you working tonight? I don't know you're working tonight." He's like, "Oh, you you, you might want to take tonight off, Andre." Right? And the guy's like, "Thank you, Mister Wick." Like it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's like an extended version of that. It's no, it's it was great. Yeah, part, there
1: are a couple of scenes in here that are really good.
0: Yeah, and, that, and like I said, scene. I. I've seen Mads Mikkelsen do a lot of different things. I didn't peg him for, like, a pretty good... He's almost like an anime action hero. Yeah. Like, with his hair, and, like, Mm -hmm. he's got this live build and very pale skin. He looks like, you know, like, you you, you dye his hair blue, and he could be in any one of these, like, blood-soaked anime, manga, revenge flicks. Yeah. Um, And a lot of, uh, like, the overtop characterizations and stuff I felt was very... Like is very anime manga, like the mm-hmm. the little cheerleader who just like fuck people to death essentially, and
1: yeah, I think if if I didn't know that this was a comic book movie uh, going into it. it, I would suspect it, and and I will also be a little more disappointed in it, mm. I guess, because like I when I see comic books, I expect some over the top, yeah, crazy shit, yeah,
0: uh... yeah, it just didn't it it, it it did a very good job of copying certain movies. Like there's some scenes where it's like, Oh, this is a very good facsimile of John wick. And Oh, this is a very good facsimile of like sin city. Um, or some kind of like, you know, dark Frank Miller 300 kind of shit. And there was also some attempts to like put some kill bill depth. Like for example, so like, uh, there's like a twist within a twist. Cause the twist is the woman that lives next door that he's kind of p- protected. um, is actually the the girl that he murdered accident or his, his whole family she murdered accidentally and there's actually a pretty good scene where she's like telling all the things that he took from her and then they do this fake out where you think that she, she's killed the man i'm like huh wow and they're like it's like this turns into like some kind of japanese death poem because they mm. show like this frozen stream and like all like there's like thirty second seconds the, the slow dissolve of all this beautiful winter scenery and they come back and the guy's still alive. And I was like, really thinking, like, man, how do I feel about that? Because, like, <laughs> it's a little like Amos and Expanse. Like, you're not that guy. Like, mm-hmm. the one thing that this woman still had is like her humanity. She hadn't killed a person. And now you've taken that from her. Yeah. And they come back and he's still alive. And I'm like, okay. And now we've essentially soft rebooted Leon to professional. You're going to take this girl and turn <laughs> her into an assassin or help her. Is. I I didn't I I didn't know where I don't know where I stand on that
1: yeah I don't either I'm 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 conflicted with it as well I, I I really need like when characters make big decisions like that I really need a lot a lot of insight into their thought process in order to to really go along for that ride with them, and I don't feel like I got it here. I, I got a little bit of it. Like yeah. I, I can fill in some blanks. Like she's very like, fragile and traumatized. That's her character. And she's been this person has been very kind to her in the ensuing you know relationships they had mm-hmm. since the since the murders. So like, and he's provided for her her college, and right. like he's done a lot of things to try. The man is trying to, to buy redemption. Uh, yeah, to try to make something good out of a bad situation but so i guess like that's where she comes down she comes down on the side of he knows he fucked up <laughs> i know he fucked up the the people who sent him he he was just a contract killer so the people yeah. who sent him are the real cul- culprits let's work together to find those people i it's almost a little too level-headed for that moment yeah um but i think it worked okay
0: Here's what I think is the fatal flaw with the premise that you've laid out, which I think is what the movie's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't buy the redemption because he takes this Russian prostitute and her child to a situation where they easily could have been killed. Yeah. And a person who understood the immorality of what they did and felt guilty about it, I don't think would do that again because if any, like, you know, I don't know anything about her dad and why he got accidentally on a death squad list maybe Mm -hmm. you know he was doing some dirty dealing or some shit but like this working girl is doing nothing wrong except for selling flesh for cash which i don't think is a crime Mm -hmm. and she's trying to support the kid and he like this guy who's writing two hundred thousand dollar checks to this girl and putting her through like why does he also do this other thing like that that scene i think is a big problem for the movie (laughs) because if he deserves the redemption this isn't something he did 15 years ago. This is something he did 5 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And it's arguably as bad or as worse as the thing that he's trying to atone for. So like is he just a so- psychopath sociopath and what's the connection with the like I I really that that's a huge that was a huge problem for me. Yeah. Like and that's why I th- I felt like the redemption arc kind of came came out of nowhere. Um and again this movie I don't know. It wants to be, you know, like there's a couple of places where it wants to be cranked and it wants to say something kind of important. And I, I felt like they 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 needed to pick one of the four ways <laughs> you could pound this type of material into being and and do it. And yeah. instead, they tried to do it all. And I, I'm also interested because I, Cecily read the whole comic last weekend. It took her like an hour and a half, two hours, and she wouldn't tell me anything about it because she didn't want to spoil me. But she was very positive. She wanted if I, if I could, to, to do it, to, to read it first. And I'm, I'm curious to see because like, you know, how much of this stuff is like a faithful adaptation? How much did they? How much of like the tone is lost? Like maybe the comic was a lot more grim, or maybe it was a lot more slapstick. I, I don't know.
1: Well, I think they're setting up part two here with, you know, the team up at the end, the, the Leon stuff. Uh, probably Mads I mean, is going to be a, be a tool for her. Like yeah. if they get a pull or two. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far into the graphic novel this movie gets, but I uh, know it was a three part graphic novel. So maybe this is the first uh, part. The first part. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that revenge plot on the people who killed her family is going to be part two. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like maybe he'll be a tool for her to use next next episode next movie uh which could be entertaining but i it's weird to me that like we talked about the ultra violence and the like sexuality mix in there but to me some of the violence stuff was the the fights were like the least intense part of this movie everything is edited with a pace and a, a ferocity that when we got to the kind of a little bit more grounded fight sequences i felt like the movie slowed down huh like, in a weird me, way like
0: well, give me an example
1: like that hallway fight um when he's fighting his way out of captivity oh right i mean it's it's a pretty like it's a good fight
0: sequence yeah, I, like, I don't
1: think it's bad i, I love like very old the d-
0: d- daredevil es-
1: essentially like every move he's got is use a human shield <laughs> which yeah. Is cool. I'm well, fine with that,
0: except for like the same gun that he that he absorbs bullets perfectly. Like he uses that on a guy later, and they show him from the back, and the bullet just ripping through him.
1: Oh right, yeah, yeah. Like
0: is it a is it a shield <laughs> right. or
1: no? I mean, yeah, anyway. that's fair point. But like in those scenes, I I felt like the momentum kind of slow mm. because. The rest of like, it's a whirlwind when you're talking about these people, tr- these assassins trying to find him. Like they're oh, going yeah. from place to place to it's place, very murdering and, and the, costumes and the yeah. people are outside. And the editing is just and... like snappy. It's yeah, uh, it's almost at points tough to follow. Yeah, because I think there's one one cut where they go, okay, we looked in Florida. Okay, we looked in this other place. There's one more place to try, and they have like a two second scene of a racquetball court with a guy dying. And I don't think they ever actually go there. I think that's implied to say, we went there and we shot this guy and he knew nothing and now we're at a dead end. Yeah. And it's literally two seconds. Yeah. I thought that all that stuff was kind of cool stylistically Uh and then the fights just kind of don't match the pace of the the other editing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a a shame because I felt like that there was a really good... There's a really good, almost iconic action hero role here that was largely squandered because you. I never got on board with the mission. I never got on board with the character. Um, and yeah, like it's it it tried to do all these things that like Leon and John Wick and. Uh, uh, Sin City and are, are doing simultaneously without recognizing mm-hmm. what about those movies and their underpinning made them great and allowed them to get away with it. Yeah, uh, to the extent that they did. So,
1: um, I mean stuff like you know the dog is is just the filmmaker winking at you, right? Right. But I but see like, I, huh? I like Do like you if like you... John Wick, huh? Here's a subversion exactly. of that. It yeah.
0: is. It's very. It was very very kind of anti. Anti John Wick, and like I said, it's, there's almost like a, a Michael Douglas falling down. Like this man, this working <laughs> yeah. stiff, has been pissed on by the powers that be, uh-huh. and there's a He's lot. One
1: week from retirement, there's one yeah. week from
0: retirement, and he just wants to get home. And there, there's a little bit, like I said, I I I think there is an appetite mm. for some kind of this, like. This 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 rage that's in the working class uh, of all political sides about like the fact that there is these people that seem to be parasitically you know you've done your part to the American dream and now you're going to have to be a greeter at Walmart because your 401k got nuked or your p- private pension your public pension got privatized and like there's like like an enormous quantity for someone to be like almost like a, a Captain Planet villain like a, a like a monstrous version of some mm-hmm. Wall Street tycoon. That like like I think that I, that they could be the drug dealers of the 21st century. Like the just like <laughs> you can kill an unlimited amount of these guys and I right. feel bad of them. But like I've never I've not seen a movie smart enough to go there. Like and and when they do like for example Michael Douglas is falling down. He's the villain. Yeah. Like he's the guy who like well okay if things are bad and he's like had kind a of bad. But but it's it's he snapped and I I don't know I I want to kind of see a movie where. Nah, it's justified. This guy didn't like he, they, they didn't only have decency to give this guy two years in club fed. Like, he's just gonna <laughs> pay a $500,000 fine nah. after he, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there is an appetite for that, and it's uh, it, it's yet un, untapped.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, soundtrack composed by Dead Mouse. I don't know if
0: you had yeah. read that but no i did and he said like i guess this is the first one he's done and he's like yeah i want to wait for the right one i wonder if he made that selection based on the he had to do it based on a comic book
1: yeah i'm sure so i'm I'm, what... I'm actually interested to check out the web comic because a completely dialogue list comic mm-hmm. sounds kind of cool to me
0: mm-hmm. yes yeah, i had had some high praise for it and we do kind of like is those. that the dark horse one or is it the web comic because there are... she did she read it on the web yeah it was online oh okay yeah because huh. I guess that like So I don't know if they um, if Dark Horse, like you said, they added dialogue. I don't know if they made yeah. any other changes when they brought it over from Italy or do you say Spain?
1: Uh, he's he's Spanish. I don't know where it was okay. created, but
0: um, but like I want I don't know if they made any other changes. But like, yeah, I guess it's still online and kind of like the same way Andy Weir's The Martian is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't you... know what the difference between the the online Martian and the actual one you can buy.
1: It's more annoying to read online. <laughs>
0: um but yeah that's that's what we got next week uh we still got some things that I, I hope turn out to be good uh mm-hmm. the kingdom uh korean uh feudal society zombie flick looks interesting we'll be talking about that next week and uh black earth rising or black planet it's a black black earth black rising earth, yeah. black earth rising about uh survivor of the war on the massacre uh and her asking questions about uh you know where she came from and who she is and 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 what happened that those looks good we'll be t- having some extended takes on those next week for bald move tv uh if you have any feedback or any takes that you'd like to discuss on any stuff we've been talking about send it in to tv at baldmove.com. i'm not saying that we'll always consider feedback but if we get some good takes we might and uh, we'll see you here back next week for all that and more until then i'm aaron and i'm jim see ya